Hello and welcome to Beckett Talks, the new podcast from Leeds Beckett University. In these podcasts, we'll be showcasing our diverse community of students and academics, touching on the important themes that surround universities today. Hi, I'm Neil, one of the disability advisors at Leeds Beckett. In this podcast, I catch up with Katie, one of our postgraduate students, and we talk about her experience of accessing disability support at the university, including the Disabled Students Allowance. I hope you enjoy and thanks for listening. Right, so first of all, Katie, you know, I just wanted to thank you for talking to me today about your experience of disability support for your studies. Um, first of all, it would be it would be nice to hear a bit about your conditions and how you came to access support. So would it be possible to say a bit about that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so I've got ADHD, um, but I've also got anxiety and depression. That's kind of what I was diagnosed with, first of all, um, quite a while back. Um, but uh, yeah, most recently diagnosed with ADHD about over a year ago. Um, so it kind of affects my concentration levels um, and I get lots of sensory overload. So if there's like lights or there's um, different, you know, lots of noise that can kind of affect uh, my concentration and everything like that. Um, and then also like um, my fatigue levels. So I can be quite lots of energy or I can be quite mellow. Um, so, yeah, it does really impact my studying and um, on, on placement as well. So it does affect. Um, but more, I would say more that um, recently with the diagnosis of ADHD it does make sense with the anxiety a little bit and the kind of depression because of my um, emotional dysregulation kind of, you know, it affects that. So um, I do sometimes get highs and lows, but then it's more balanced out um, since being on different medications and meditating and all that. So, yeah, just got to find the balance. Okay. Um, and with the ADHD diagnosis, did do you feel like it's really helped you in terms of, I suppose, having an understanding of why maybe you might have, you know, you might learn in a different way or you might have difficulties? You know, what, what do you feel about that? Yeah, I think it was really hard to kind of come to terms with at first because I was like, I thought that was just, you know, that really hyperactive kid um, at school who got a bit naughty. Whereas um, I was actually quite, you know, um, quite good at school. I found it hard to concentrate and um, I feel like it just didn't seem quite right. But then as I've really I research a lot into it and I've I, I speak, um, I've had therapy and things like that. And I, my one to one um for my mental support that I get and also my study skills support, they kind of come together um, and they've really helped me out um, in understanding why um, I may perceive things that way and it's actually okay. Um, so yeah, it's been quite a big journey. <laughs> yeah, good, but it sounds like a positive one as well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so did you ever receive any additional support when you were in school or college at all? Um, no, because I I don't actually think that anxiety or depression, you could kind of get some support. Um, and because also with 
the ADHD that was only a year ago um but now that I do look back I think my gosh <laughs> I did struggle but because I was so interested and dedicated to kind of get through it um I managed to kind of overcome things but you know people would say I'll oh, just try a bit harder or you know you really need to try and understand this um and I wouldn't kind of I'd kind of get stuck um but yeah the support wasn't really there um for the anxiety depression um but I just kind of seeked out my own therapy like therapist help through my GP and stuff um so yeah I think um it's good I think it's kind of a bit confusing because sometimes it says obviously disability support so it's kind of hard when you think well is actually a a anxiety depression a disability or Mm. you know ADHD it's not actually classified that's just a bit more of like a invisible disability learning difficulty learning difference so it's a bit confusing because I was when I got the support at uni, I was like, oh, I didn't realise, you know, this is, you know, they are disabilities in a way. So, yeah. yeah. No, I, I think a lot of students don't access support through the disability team because, yeah, the, they wouldn't necessarily consider themselves as having a disability. And we would say that's completely fine. Um, but in terms of you wanting to access support, you know, legally, your condition does meet the criteria for a disability and that means you can get additional support such as maybe mentoring like you mentioned or specialist software so yeah it's it's difficult trying to get that message across um, because some students may see conditions as disabilities and others not so um, I think it's just trying to get the message out there so you know did, did you register with the disability service at the university for the anxiety and depression before your ADHD diagnosis? No because <laughs> um, I had no idea and then um, you know and then so yeah I applied there then I spoke um, the disability support worker um, and and she just said oh yeah you know that does cover it as well and I was like oh wow okay right so you can do that so I think it is um, it would be good just to make that a bit clearer for other people so yeah yeah definitely okay so in terms of first accessing support through the university how how did you go about it did you register online or did someone suggest you do it or you know how how did it work for you um yeah so i when i got diagnosed um the psychiatrist then said oh you should get some support at uni so speak to uni um so I had a look on and I just searched disability services um at least Beckett and then I got um registered on there and then very quickly um I got an email I think um from disability um services and then then they arranged a phone call um and then we went through like kind of reasonable adjustments and things which I had no idea I didn't realize you could get so much um and then that kind of then led to the needs assessment um which I didn't realize and that was quite a long long phone call um I think it was nearly about two hours um so yeah and that was brilliant because I felt quite listened to then and we went over lots of areas but it wasn't too um too overwhelming so yeah yeah okay because there's there's different strands isn't there there's the there's the disabled students allowance support and that's the needs assessment and then you but you had a reasonable adjustment plan put in place before that is that right yeah so 
that was good um, because uni literally got yeah we got the reasonable adjustment plan in place and then I was able to give that um, to my course leader who then kind of passed it on to some of my lecturers but then I ended up kind of needing to pass it on to some lecturers and um, giving them some of my adjustments just to make sure mm-hmm. um, which I felt a little bit uncomfortable at first because I was like oh I don't really want to be a pain but you know I think it that's the reason why it's there um, yeah. so yeah no definitely you know we do always request it is shared with with all the course tutors um, so what what kind of adjustments did did they put in place through your reasonable adjustment plan yeah um, so mine was it was there was like exams so um exams i'd get extra time well i do i do get extra time um so i'm not there's not so much pressure on me to think um because i kind of am able to forget things quite quickly although my medication and things have helped um but yeah um so extra time um word finding i can kind of get that a bit deducted because i can't sometimes recall information as quickly as as um say someone else um then i've got um i should be able to access powerpoints within 24 hours before they're put up Mm -hmm. um access to blue paper because i i can see read and read things off better there so in terms of the disabled students allowance that to apply for that is through student finance so i'm assuming for you is that student finance england yeah so how did you find that process? Did did someone help you with it or did you do it? Um, I did that one. Um, so yeah, it was it was it's a bit better student finance how it's set up now. Um, so there was like um, claim DSA. So um, I went through that process and then um, you had to just submit um, evidence of your condition. Um, so I had like a formal letter of of my condition and everything or conditions um and i had to upload that then they had to kind of like look into it and then that's then what brought in the needs assessment as well um so i can claim back uh paper and ink for my printer um so yeah i get a certain amount of money and then they'll just refund it through there yeah great so the needs assessment which you mentioned so I think sometimes it can be confusing the terminology because I know sometimes students have assessments for dyslexia, um, but it, it's not really an assessment as such as it's more of, I, I don't know, I would describe it as a, a more friendly meeting to talk about your needs, um, where you might need support and talking through and you, did you get to decide what kind of support from the options they gave you? How, how did it work for you? Yeah. Um... I, yeah, I thought is I felt a bit strange because I was like, oh, you know, all the, this support. Um, so from what I remember, um, we yeah, it was just a, a general chat, um, and we kind of just went on different areas, so like technology, um, so like different softwares and things, um, you know, extra time and and things like that. And we kind of divide it in bits, but um, and then we just talked about how that how I may find um certain tasks difficult or and then um i'd say oh i think i would kind of need that 
that sort of equipment or software um, and then they'd be like oh well I, I kind of think from what you've said this might fit with you well what do you think about this and then we kind of discuss it and then then um, then he, he was really good because he said well I've, I'll we'll write this up um, and it'll take a little bit of a while but um, if you're happy I can I can send them this or if you wouldn't like them to see it all um, or if you would like a copy yourself um, or if you don't at all, then that's fine because um, it can be a bit like not. I feel like when I've had patient, when I've had letters written about myself, it's been a bit like, um, oh, this is what's wrong with you. But he kind yeah. of worded it in a really nice way. So um, yeah, it was it was fine. Because it you know it's personal, it's sensitive information, isn't it? And. Yeah. You know, I suppose we, we do say to students, the, the information you share with us is confidential. Um, we only share information on a sort of need to know basis. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's really important. And yeah, I'm glad that they dealt with that, you know, mm. sensitively with you. So so in terms of the recommendations report, I think they send that to you, to, to the university and to student finance, who then issued a letter to you which confirmed your support. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yes, they actually, yeah, they emailed, um, which is much better, a um, bit quicker. Um, so, yeah, I've just got, then I got through um, exactly what I'm entitled to. So it's the um, mental support one-to-one -one for kind of anxiety, depression, and then, and the ADHD and then the study skills um, and then you can see how many um, sessions you can get with them and then uh, computer and everything else that you can have in there. Okay so and you had to contact the suppliers to arrange things like the equipment delivery is that right? Yeah Yeah, that's right yeah so just um, yeah contacted them um, so it's quite there's lots to it <laughs> um, but I think it's definitely worth it um, and they try and make it as um, as easy for you, I'd say. Yeah, I think I can see how students get stuck along the way with it because there's you send in an application with your evidence. It's got to be suitable evidence. Then you've got to arrange the meeting, the needs assessment meeting, and then a, that report gets sent out and then a letter gets sent out. And so I can see, yeah, how it, it can students maybe get a bit stuck so uh, I, I'd say we do try and help students along the way and say you know contact us if you're not sure what's happening. Leeds Beckett University is a modern high quality university transforming lives through professional academic and applied learning and adding to the social economic and cultural life of our city and region. We educate the bright minds that will help solve the problems of tomorrow. We collaborate with thousands of regional, national and international businesses to ensure our research and courses are contemporary, rich and relevant to meet the needs of our students and their present and future employers. Our campuses house exceptional teaching, research and learning environments which provide our students with access to state-of-the-art facilities. Across a range of disciplines, our researchers are striving to improve quality of life, equality and the environment around us. We are dedicated to making a difference. To find out more about Leeds Beckett University, our courses and our community of staff, students and alumni, please visit leedsbeckett.ac.uk. 
So in thinking about the support then, so obviously you mentioned about your study skills tutor, your mentoring. Um, what, what kind of software did they recommend for you? Yeah, um, so there's quite a few different ones, um, but we chatted about a few ones. Um, so I've got um, Claro Read, um, which is really good. Um, and I feel like I use that quite a bit. Um, so it's got the Read Aloud, um, and then you can also, um, uh, what's the word? Um, yeah, so it reads aloud to you, and then that's the main kind of thing that I use it for. Um, Dragon as well. Um, that's when you can you can just speak like this, and then it will record it for you. Um, and I use that here and there because it's quite good. Um, I find um, if I want to just talk rather than type. Um, so, so when you speak, does it it types up on the screen? You know what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's quite clever, really, because it's um, you have to do um, a few settings before and then it kind of recognises your voice and recognises what you're saying. Um, so say if someone else were to use it, then it, it wouldn't kind of pick it up the same. Um, mm -hmm. So that helps if you really um, just don't want to type, you just feel like and I, I, a lot of the time I like to just get ideas down. Um, so it's quite good for that. Great. And I know obviously you touched on the mentoring and, and the study skills. So tell me a bit about that and what I think you I know you've you found that helpful. So maybe say a bit about what you found, you know, useful and helpful about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I feel like um, they're both a bit different, but um, I feel that I just feel very supported by both of them. Um, so the the mentoring one is kind of understanding more with my time management, how I want to structure things, what may make me feel less anxious about doing some sort of work. Um, and then uh, my study skills, um, it's more about what, what um, I'm trying to think of the word, what kind of um, skills or like for example the one that I use a lot is the the word uh, when I struggle for words like I am at the moment um <laughs> I will just get write loads of words down group them all together and then kind of make a picture that it's just um essentially like finding creative ways um that you as an individual can kind of feel um that benefits you um as we, I think it's just trial and error and seeing what works. Um, and I feel like, yeah, my memory's gotten a bit better with it and things. So, yeah. And, and when you had your first meetings with a mentor and study skills, did, did you talk about the kinds of things you wanted to work on or, you know, how did it work? Yeah, so we had kind of like uh, an introduction sort of thing to go over things. Um, and um, they're all both online and they have been um, kind of obviously with this during this time. Um, so it did feel a bit strange at first to kind of meet someone um, uh, through this. But um, yeah, I found it. Um, we just went through a form um, and then kind of set out things that I would like to work on. Um, and then a couple, I think it's about six months in or three months in, you kind of have a review regularly. Um, and, and obviously every week you review things, how are things going um, and, and things like that. So I feel like it's definitely helping me keep on track with everything yeah. that's going on. Excellent, good. So I suppose, 
is there anything you would like to say to you know anyone any prospective students or students who maybe not access support you know is there any thoughts you'd you'd like to share yeah um i think it's just it brings back uh, what i said earlier um you know just don't think anxiety depression or you know adhd is is a disability so i think um just really if there's support there just go for it and even though if it is you're getting stuck just um just either even email or call um the support service because we're all there to help and okay we might need to do things a little bit differently um than you know the neurotypical kind of world you know how how everyone else does it but um once you get that then i feel like you can kind of really excel with what you're doing because um i didn't really understand why i felt a little bit different but now i kind of know and um i feel like um definitely with the the mentoring and everything it's really brought me more confidence um and everything like that so um yeah the uni's there really to support you so i feel like it's yeah it's been really good so just reach out really good thank you and and in terms of that sort of confidence would you say i know you've been on placement or you are on placement at the moment do you do you feel that's helped as well in in the workplace yeah definitely um like even speaking on this i don't think i probably would have quite a while ago um but even um i, I did had to do a presentation on my last placement last week um and i feel like yeah just having some strategies in place that i'm aware of um and just understanding myself a bit better um and and just having an understanding people around you if they're aware as well i find um then they can help and they're generally quite willing to help um but yeah it is a bit of a journey but yeah great all right then katie well you know i really appreciate your time today and uh yeah thanks a lot for talking that's is i don't know i found it interesting and i hope others do too all right thank Brilliant. you thank you right. cheers cheers the beckett talk podcasts are released every tuesday so don't forget to check our social media channels on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook to find out more details on our next episode. See you next week.